From Bureaucracy's basement to your ears, this is the special Radiothon edition of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. On this week's meeting, we have a special innovative revenue tool-a-thon for you with all those classic bits that you love and may remember so much. Also, more. This meeting is now in session. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. It's, uh, I'm, I'm a little, I, I'm kind of under the weather. It's kind of damp in here. It is a little bit damp. What's, what's that about again? So you want me to run through it? Yeah, I mean, you told me just, I mean, we, we kind of worked it out, but yep. uh, I, I forgot. Yeah. So for Radiothon this year, as you can see, there's water streaming into the basement down here. Yes. It's really refreshing. Yeah. It's already up to my, uh. It's up to, you know, about the ankles. Oh. Just past the soles of my shoes. Oh, ankles. It's up yeah. to my ankles. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, I figure we've got about an hour before the uh, sub-basement is completely filled up. And, uh, yeah, so I've chained us both to what? the uh, to the uh, chairs here. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. I I mean, I, I often find myself in chains. Yeah. Um, but usually I've... Yeah, I mean, at least I remember doing it to myself, but this time I, I seem to find myself yep. just chained to this uh, here chair, which is yep. bolted to the floor. Yep. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Me too. We're both we're both chained to our chairs, and uh, yeah, so we've got a thing rigged up so that if any phone go, like the little horn will go off and a light will come on to say that a pledge has come in to uh, the Queen City Improvement Bureau, or not sorry, to CJTR. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we get pledges while we're stuck down here in the uh, sub-basement, then, um, yeah. We'll survive. Then the water level will start to drop. Nice. But if we don't get any um, if we don't get any calls, the water level will continue to rise. And, uh, yeah, so I'm really hoping that people will see it in, you know, in their hearts to mm -hmm. call in because yeah i figure like we've got about an hour until like the water is like up over our heads and i often i don't know about you but when the water is over my head mm -hmm. uh i'm submerged me too and you know what happens when when you get submerged um you gain the magical power to breathe underwater right no no, no you don't no the what? opposite the opposite what what, yep. what is the opposite of magical doom, power? You're to doom, Aiden. doom. Yeah. Oh, I would not have agreed to this had I known that going in. Yeah. I thought we'd just become like amphibious fishmen. Yeah. No. No. Sorry. Oh. No, we don't become amphibious fishmen. But we're we're kind of like we we're holding ourselves hostage for a good cause, though. I like to think that's true. Tell me more about this cause. Okay. Well, it's Radiothon for CJTR. CJTR kindly allows us. Uh, to broadcast uh, the Queen City Improvement Bureau's meetings uh, on their airwaves, so that we can fulfill the uh, the points in uh, you know Council Memo EX 1063, mm -hmm. uh, which you know is our public outreach mandate. Um, but you know they need support too. They support us, so they've asked us to support them by doing something special for their big fundraiser this year. And uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's Radiothon. So. Um, 
radio songs where you call in and do pledges. It's kind of like you, you watched PBS when you were a kid. Uh, on a television. Yeah, a television. That's the one. Right. Yeah. yeah, my parents were a little weird about television. Oh, really? Yeah. They didn't like the little people that lived inside the television box and put on plays for us. Huh. They well, said they were smug. So well, we... My parents, I was actually raised by a television. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, I, I called him Uncle Clicky. <laughs> and I would turn Uncle Clicky on every morning. And, uh, I would, you know, I'd spend a lot of time over the course of a day with them. And one of the things that would happen is that there would be these annual PBS uh, telephones where you phone in mm -hmm. to support PBS. Well, it's the same kind of thing here where you can phone in and pledge money or you can go online and you can donate money directly to CJTR over the next, you know, few days. It's been going on for most of the last week. Right. And uh, the goal for CJTR this year is to raise $16,500. Uh, and it's to uh, the money's to be used to invest in new technology uh, to make the broadcasting more accessible. Gotcha. And you know, there's a couple of things that you get out of this if oh, you do if tell. you if do you pledge some money tell. for a fifty dollar pledge, you get a copy of CJTR's compilation album, Got It Covered. For a hundred dollar pledge, you get a limited edition CJTR Radiothon 2017 T-shirt designed by Articulate Inc. Pledge one hundred and fifty dollars. Guess what? You what? get both. What? It's true. Hmm. Yeah. See, I would, I would, if you pledged 150, to my mind, you'd get half. Oh, no, that's not what it says here. Well, I mean, I'm just saying what I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't put you in charge of this. Well, I'm, I'm really good at uh, incentivizing uh, things. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, you know what else? For every twenty-five dollars you pledge, you get your name put into a daily draw. And uh, what's the date today? Do you know what the date uh, is today? Is it the 20th? We don't see the sun down in the sub-basement, so it's hard to keep track of time. be the 28th. If it's the 28th, then your $25 pledge would get you entered into a draw for X-Ray Records $100 gift certificate. Poof. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. And right. they accept Visa, MasterCard, cash, check, online donations, all of it. I'm a little worried about the radiation from the X-Ray, but okay. Yeah, I don't blame you, but... You know what? No matter how much they pledge, any pledge that comes in over the next hour helps to save our lives. And our lives, that, that's got to be worth something. Yeah. At least you, five, ten bucks. A dollar. Like pledge even, a buck. Yeah. Even if you don't want records of your x-rays, yeah. you can, you can like save the lives of two bureaucrats who work tirelessly to make your lives better. It's true. Yep. So. And us as well. It does as well, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay, well, this would be an incredibly boring hour if it was just uh, us sitting in these seats as the water rose up around us. Um, uh, so what I did is I, uh, I took some time this week in preparation for today, thinking this is kind of our, our contribution of an innovative revenue tool to CJTR, uh, chaining ourselves to our seats here. Mm -hmm. But uh, I thought, you know, while we were here, you and I could entertain ourselves. Yeah. By going over some of the old innovative revenue tools that we've come up with in our past meetings. Sure. And um, while we listen to those, can we figure out where the fish are even coming from? Yeah, I know. They're nibbling at my toes, and it's kind yeah. of kind of really nice, actually. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's like those fish that are like, actually, it's like a rich person's massage. Yeah. A pedicure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have the best feet if we survive we, we this. We will. We'll have, like, yeah. such clean skin. Yeah. 
All right. So, everybody, if you can, please consider uh, pledging some money to CJTR soon for us. And uh, while, um, okay, hang on. It's going to take me a second here. I, I've got to, like, reach out with a foot to get to the, um, to get to the uh, cassette player. I think I can do it. Um, there we go. Okay, well, for this week, I have something that I think is going to make the city a lot of money. Just, just rolling in it. Yeah, it's this little guy. Here you go, Aiden. Isn't he cute? He's a fuzzy little ball of love. What is that thing? Well, you know, I looked it up on Wikipedia, and I'm pretty sure it's called a Tribble. A tribble. And I should say they, because, uh, oh, look. Oh, a few more have appeared under my desk. Uh, did you bring them in, too? Well, okay. I don't know where they came from originally, but I found a whole mess of them in the back in the storage bays. That's where we used to keep the, uh, the Quadrocritical uh, yeah. grain. Yeah, no, that, yeah. That, that stuff was cheap. Yeah, and I say used to because uh, those bays are empty now, except for the triples. That, that is essentially our food for the next six months. Yeah, sorry about that. They're a curious creature, Aiden. <laughs> Their trilling seems to have a tranquilizing effect on the uh, human nervous system. Oh, I don't know if you've noticed. Fortunately, I'm immune to that effect. Yes. Uh, but uh, And the nearest I can figure out is that they're born pregnant, uh, which seems to be a time saver. And from my observations, they're bisexual. And are able to reproduce at will. And brother, I, I have they got a lot of will. I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's at least two dozen more since you started. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. It's great. Um, and, you know, they're, they're soft and furry, and they, they make this pleasant sound that you can hear. Um, but like an ermine violin, I see no use in having them around here. And that's why I propose we sell these guys off. <laughs> Sound brilliant. Yeah. And now you're probably thinking we should sell them off to local residents. But unfortunately, I've run some computations, and based on their rate of reproduction, if we allow them in the city as pets, wow, <laughs> the figures are taking an alarming turn. They consume all of our city resources in short order while giving nothing back, <laughs> kind of like a rural municipality. Then? Uh, that said, I still think there's a market for these tribbles. Uh, they're just so cute. Uh, and some mates say that they're the only kind of love that money can buy. And that's why I'm recommending we sell the whole kit and caboodle to Winnipeg, where they will be no tribble to us at all. This week, I, I, I have an innovative revenue tool. Wonderful. So, so Paul, mm -hmm. do you like charity? Charity giving things? Yes. yes. Yeah. Me neither. I'm a big fan of people pulling themselves up by their own bootstraps. Okay. I've, you've, I've heard you say that. Yes. But, I, on, a, but on some like recent sort of tours around neighborhoods, I realize that some people in our city don't even own bootstraps. Oh my gosh! In that fact, would... most people have no idea what bootstraps are. I'm not 100% sure I do, but I'm, I feel bad for these people who don't have them. Exactly. So I figure if more people had bootstraps, then they could pull themselves up, buy them. Oh my! And raise themselves, you know, out of out of their condition, right. and you know, and contribute uh, and being sort of like income generating, tax paying citizens of Regina. Wow! So. Give people bootstraps, get more property tax. You got it. It almost rhymes. 
Almost. There's almost a nursery rhyme about it. Yeah. So I, I've come up with a bootstrap loan program okay. from pillars of the community who no longer need bootstraps because they're all done. They've, they've actually pulled themselves up so high that they've fallen out of their bootstraps. And those bootstraps are just lying there. And just useless. We should pass them on. I agree. So a bootstrap loan program, uh, low-interest loans of bootstraps, uh, say, you know, 3% of a bootstrap per year. I'm not even sure exactly how that would work. <laughs> but I do know that if more people have bootstraps, more people would be pulling themselves up by them. And if they pay us the interest in bootstraps, we can just help more people. Yes, we can get our own bootstraps and pull ourselves up. Right. So That's how we get out of the basement. Yep, a lot of people, but don't confuse a bootstrap with a petard. Because no. when you hoist yourself with your own petard, things get... You don't want that. No. It's just too ironic. Uh, there's no innovative revenue tool there. No, no, it's, uh, it, always, you know, it always comes across. Oh, hey. Oh, sorry. That tape ended rather abruptly there. That, that's okay. I feel um, I feel maybe uh, they, like we might be getting hoisted with our own petards here. Oh, goodness. Yeah. This whole somehow chaining ourselves to our seats in a room that's filling up with water. You know, I always imagine is, that... Like, I, I always I, knew that's how I was going to go out, actually. Really? I always thought I would end up going out by being hoist on somebody else's petard. Really? Yeah, kind of in like a weird, sick way. Right. Ooh. Yeah. I don't want to know about that. You don't want to know. Yeah. I'm sure that none of the people who are listening to us, the Queen City Improvement Bureau, on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio, want to, you know, picture that image either. No, that was really specific, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I agree. Nobody wants Nobody wants to know about the many petards that I have been hoisted on. How many? Just out of guns. Ballpark. Uh, like in real life? Like in my daily or nightly life? Like when I'm awake? Yeah. Uh, well, roughly, well, if I'm rounding up, mm -hmm. zero. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't even know what a petard is. Yeah, I've never actually seen one either. Sounds hot though. I didn't. Want to <laughs> Anyways, Aiden. Yes, sir. Um, I guess we should make that plea again. This is our radiothon show. All right. Yes. Yes. Thon of thongs. Yeah, and the water is already. You know, it's up to my lower calf. Oh, oh, Steffi Graf, it's up to my calf. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I'm not enjoying this, and I'm really hoping that uh, somebody will, you know... Yeah, pledge. Pledge. Yeah. Pledge a few bucks so that we can, like, have this water level go down a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I see, like, the, the light on the wall has not gone off. There's no klaxons, nothing. Right. To say, hey, the listeners of CJTR have saved you guys. It, I mean, it did happen. It could happen. Yeah. And this is really cold water, this by the way. This is really cold it's water. surprisingly cold. Surprisingly cold, yeah. All right, well, how about to, like, uh, kill a little bit more time and listen to some more innovative revenue tools? Yeah. Okay, just let's hang on a second here. Hear it. Okay. Oh, 
this one, uh, this particular innovative revenue tool, it's uh, it's election related, and uh, I noticed that every candidate uh, brings his or her own platform. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, what if when they run, they have to actually buy a platform from the city? Oh, that's really good. And you can come a variety of platforms. I'm thinking yeah. for sort of like a really sort of like down-to-earth platform, it can be made of um, just straight pine. Sure. Uh, right up to something like rich mahogany that just screams class. Oh, yeah, something that's like, you know, burnished and varnished. And exactly. There are gro- there could be granite platforms. Nice. Yep, so poured concrete platforms. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, this is this, I think, is definitely the way to go. You know, the city retains a little bit more control over what platforms people are bringing forward. Exactly. And, uh, you know, quality control. Quality control and uh, make sure that everybody is the same height when they stand on the platform. Smart. So, yeah. yeah, so nobody has that advantage when they're just sort of in your presence. Right, yeah. But they would have to be on the platform for the entire run of their candidacy. Well, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure no one would object to that. No, so wheels are optional, too. Sure, we could charge For extra. Phenomenal fee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is genius. Uh, yes. Congratulations. I, I really actually like this one. <laughs> this is really good. Uh, I have an innovative revenue tool that is related to this uh, incredibly low voter turnout that we had at this election. And I'm thinking that the way that for us to guarantee better voter turnout uh, the next time we have an election is we twin it with a massive fall supper. People love that business. People love fall suppers. Yeah. So you could you could go, but you can't get any food unless you vote. You know, you'd, you'd go up to the table to get like a slice of pumpkin pie, and they'd be like, did you vote for school board? Yeah. I don't think so. Right. They'd slap your hands, and you'd have to go back, cast your vote, and then you could come back and get pie or mashed potatoes or whatever it is. Right. Now, this may not sound like a revenue tool, just a way to like you know increase voter turnout to I would think like eighty something percent, but then what you do you have a fifty fifty draw, sweet, and that can pay for, that, that can pay for all the potholes in the city. <laughs> or and if and if we don't get enough money, we just take the leftover mashed potatoes and throw that in the potholes. Exactly, perfect. Yeah, it all works out. So I've got one for this week. Uh, it's called housing, comma Morlock. Uh, revitalization initiative. Oh, I'm, I'm liking this already. Yeah. Um, we've talked about the Morlocks in our meetings before, the Morlocks who live under our feet in <laughs> yes. the many miles of tunnels that riddle the earth here. Yeah, and occasionally come up to eat the, the Eloy and whatnot. Yep, yep. Yeah, and, and, and steal I, our shoes. Yes, it's There was a whole shoes. other innovative revenue tool That's about right. that. Um, well, the Morlock census is in for 2016, and for the 29th year in a row, Morlock numbers are way down. <laughs> is this, is this, I mean, getting them to even answer the, you know, the census yeah. in the first place and fill it out, it's tough, yeah. but, man. Based on the numbers, they're like, it's like they're nearly going extinct. It's, like, it's oh, almost like they don't exist. There's so few of them. Um, can we drop some people down there, some surplus people? Exactly. <gasps> exactly. See, they're leaving all of this derelict subterranean Morlock housing. In their wake, as they disappear. I see, I see. So the Morlock Action Subcommittee is suggesting (laughs) that to revitalize the city, the Queen City's undercity, what we do is we move everybody into the vacant Morlock homes and then fix them up. Very nice. Okay, and so we can all live in the Morlock undercity. Do they have laneway suites? I doubt it. 
I doubt it. <laughs> Not yet. When we get there, though, we'll bring... Right. We'll bring away sweets. Yes. yes. We'll bring them to them. Um, and then what we can do is we can rent out our surface homes to all the Americans who are fleeing President Trump. Ah, nice. Okay? So we right. can, like, generate all that revenue mm-hmm. from, like, renting out all of these things to, like, terrified Americans. And so they can live up there, and they can pose as good Reginans, and they can just be us, and we'll live under the, we'll live in the undercity. And so it'll be like a, Pot- a Potemkin city. Very like nice. a Potemkin queen city. And then when the radioactive fallout hits, mm-hmm. and... The American troops come marching into the city. We'll be safe underground. So I don't suppose you have an innovative revenue tool. Lucky for both of us, I do. <laughs> 30 minutes ago, I did not. But now I have one. Uh, That's how efficient our bureau is, I mean, that we can just come up with these innovative you, you, revenue you tools like that. you think they would pay us more? you or, think. Or at all. Mm-hmm. But as, as it is, oh well. We'll just take that up with HR later. Uh, th- this innovative revenue tool was uh, inspired by the uh, recent uh, sell-off, so to speak, of uh, part of Wascana Park for oh. Credit Union. Right. Uh, and I think we can, they can, there are still ways to make money by, by selling off parts of Wascana Park. But the problem is, of course, that it's visible. Mm-hmm. People don't like to see the park, like visibly being built up and losing they that green space. Yeah. But there's one thing about the park that nobody likes. What? That is the lake. You're right. You know, nobody likes that. Lake. Nobody likes the lake. No. It's just it kind of gets it keeps you from getting to the other half of the exactly. park. Exactly. Well, people enjoy like seeing the surface of the lake, but the reality, it smells bad in mm-hmm. the spring. So what if? We sold off lots of like space, but it was all under the lake, and we just build underwater habitats for retail and uh, corporate. Actually, I really like this idea. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I think some people might think this is a joke, but I actually love this idea. It's 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 not a bad idea at yeah. all. Yeah, everybody could like live in underwater domes yeah. or go shopping in underwater domes, or say you know go see their financial analyst or their yeah. bank. Yeah, and you could look up and see the murky surface. Exactly. Of the lake. Fish, shopping carts. Yep. You know, old pairs of pants, whatever. This year we put through the uh, the R cards for all the students at the university. Mm -hmm. And this is so that the students can go to university uh, on transit in a cheap, effective means of transportation. Um, But you know what? Kids don't like... You know, students don't like going to school. I don't know if you've noticed that, but they're not big fans of school. They'd much rather... So, you know, it's not like they're getting on the bus because they want to be on the bus. So they're going to associate the bus with bad grades, algebra, calculus, We should should just pretty much... Tell you what, how about in a month's time we just review the entire school system? We should review the entire school system, and we'd really only need a month for it. Um... (laughs) But what we are thinking on the optimization uh, subcommittee is that what we need to do is we need to uh, expand the transit options for university students uh-huh. so that it will be taking them to places that they want to be so they will start to build up positive associations with public transit. And so we were suggesting that what we need to have is a shuttle bus from the University of Regina to the nightclubs in the warehouse district. Perfect. That would run all night long every 15, 20 minutes. Perfect. It would cut down on drunk driving, which another problem in Saskatchewan. I don't know if anybody's noticed. 
and cut down on drinking and driving amongst our students, and it would improve the business in the warehouse district, and it would improve people's associations with transit right. while they're university students. And then we thought, oh, one of the problems with the current R card is that university students have to pay for the full cost of this program through the levy that is on their, um, their, their fees. So we're thinking to offset the cost of this shuttle bus to the nightclub district, we could sell liquor on the bus. You know, that was exactly where I thought we were going to go with this. All right. Wow. Those are some more innovative revenue tools. Hey, I have a question for the listeners. Okay. Who wants an ice cream sundae? Uh, I would like one, but... Follow-up question... Who wants to save our lives by not letting us drown in our boardroom? Oh, I bet everybody. I think so. Yeah. Could it be that if you pledge, not only will you save our lives, you might also get an ice cream sundae? Karma, I do believe, works that way. I believe it does. I mean, it doesn't literally work that way in the sense that we would give you an ice cream sundae, but karmically... Maybe even like in the next life, you would get an ice cream sundae. At some point, the universe would find a way to give you ice cream. Yeah, with sprinkles or, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. whatever it is you people like. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully somebody will call in with a pledge. um, And, uh, you know, to give them some more time to call in with a pledge, we could uh, play some more innovative revenue tools. Ooh. Uh, those you know those pre-recorded ones that we play like every meeting at the midway point. Right. Yeah. How about we do that right now? Oh, I love those ones. Yeah. Okay, here they come. Hi, I'm local blogger Kenton DeYoung. Did you know? During World War II, Japan attempted to light the force of North America ablaze via 10,000 fire balloons. Only a fraction of the bombs reached North America, and many of them drifted into Saskatchewan. One even flew over Regina before exploding in Moose Jaw. It's a Regina fact. You'll find more Regina facts every week on the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Well, we're back. Wow, and the water is, uh, oh, geez. It's up to my lap. That rhymes. Yep. Sort of. Uh, sort of. Um, that was pretty good. Right. Uh, so, so what are we doing here again? Uh, well, I don't remember. Well, we're doing, uh, we, we, are, we are in the midst of our uh, I'm starting to panic. radiothon. Don't, don't panic. Those pledges will be coming in to save our lives and reduce the water level. I hope so. Because I'm getting cold. Yeah, actually, during during that uh, during the break with the other tools, I tried yeah. to drink Very the water. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I tried to drink the water mm-hmm. in an effort to reduce the level, but I realized that their water would still be there. Just mm-hmm. some of it would be inside me, so it wouldn't really work. Oh dang! I know. So you're saying that strange brew isn't true to life when Rick Moranos. Uh, drank all the beer in the uh, the tub and saved his mm, life. That I was kind of hoping that's what you were. Uh, that's the, that's where you were going. Uh, you've just you've just ruined a childhood movie of mine. Sorry, that's right. I'll, I'll get another one. Right. Okay. So this is a radiothon that it we're is. raising money for by putting our lives in mortal jeopardy. Right. But I don't really even know what the heck is a radiothon, and. Um, like, why do they call it a thon? Like, I get the radio part because we're on the radio, 
and raising money for radio, but what is a thon? You don't know? I do not know. Oh, my God. Almost. Well, there's a really common misconception mm-hmm. about the term, the word thon from radiothon. A lot of people think that it's uh, taken from marathon. Right. The term marathon, named after the story of the Greek hero uh, Pheidippides, who ran from Athens to the plains of Marathon to tell of the allied Greek uh, victory over the Persian army. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Like Aeschylus fought in the plains of Marathon, etc. That is just not so. It's just a coincidence. Okay. It actually, the origin, it's actually a mispronunciation of a rather famous mispronunciation of the 90s indie band um, Semisonic. You've blown my mind. Yeah. Um, when Steve Albini uh, called them semi-thonic because oh. he, he was lisping. And okay. then he tried to recover it by saying, more like closing thon, am I right? Instead of close. A- anyway, nobody wanted to like call him on it. Right. Because he was, because Albini at the time, I mean, he had you know, he'd done a couple of Nirvana albums. Right. Uh, he was a very in-demand producer. Right. So... Uh, because nobody wanted to call Steve Albini on his ridiculous mispronunciation, we have the term radiophone. Huh. Um, so they've just decided to, like, raise money off the back of this this misspeak. Yes. Huh. So whenever anything goes on for a long time, right. like a telephone, and a revenue tool-a-thon, a thon-a-thon, right. that's when you get a bunch of, like, thons together for that's one f- really long thon. Right. Yeah, we should do that next oh, year. Oh, we should to raise money. Oh yeah, fauna fauns. Fauna fauns. I actually have a TV pitch to HBO in for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's that's okay. Um, you know, I was kind of hoping it would have something to do with, I don't know, tuna. Tuna thon. I could go for tuna. Oh yeah, thon. Yes. Tuna. Yes. Thon of the sea. Yeah, the thon of the sea. <laughs> Maybe they will raise us some money. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, well, you know what we should do now? Um, uh, we should give people some time to, like, start writing checks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To get, save our lives. Get your With check. their pledges for this year's CJTR Radiothon. Remember, and you don't need actual checks. You can write it out on, like, an egg. Yeah. Or a slip of paper. Anything. 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 Just call in Yeah. so that the water goes down a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in the meantime, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some more innovative revenue tools for everybody. Okay, hang on. So you may have heard, back in 2012, the city of Regina entered into a deal with the Western Potash Corporation so that Western Potash Corporation would draw some of our wastewater off from our outpipe, the the water outpipe from the city. This was one big pipe. Yep. Okay. And it has like a big sign over it that says out. Okay. And uh, they would take the water and they would use it for solution mining. So they like inject it into their mm-hmm. mine and out, up comes up comes a bubble in potash. Uh, so we'd supply the water. They pay us for it. Us at the city. So they've already paid us five hundred thousand dollars to you know say hey this is our deposit on your water mm-hmm. and they've made a deal that they would be drawing off our water for 45 years they were supposed to begin paying annual fees and drawing off our water on January 1st 2017 and if they can't start taking our water what happens they pay us money 
nice. $200,000 a year until they can start actually taking the water and paying so us for it. So they pay us for, the, for our water or they pay us for nothing. Right. This is a great deal. It's a great scam. Yes. A deal. Sorry, <laughs> deal. And uh, But no, it was, it's, a, it's called a standby fee and it's to make mm. sure that nobody else comes along and takes our water. Right. Right. Fair enough. So... Um, but times have changed since 2012. The potash market ain't, you know, the rosy land of potashy gold that it That's was. It's not what it used to be. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, Western Potash Corporation, uh, they're, one of their mines, they're rescoping and adjusting the timing of it. It's called the Milestone Potash Product Project, sorry, and it's uh, due to the changing economy. They're figuring out what they can do with it. Right. So they can't pay the money January 1st. And the city... At Finance Committee this week, uh, administration recommended that we renegotiate the deal to give Western Potash more time till the end of June before they have to start paying their money. Well, that sounds like capital point. Yes, <laughs> a little bit. Um, they don't want. They, the city says they don't want to jeopardize this deal because in the long term this will be a revenue stream. So they don't want to screw over uh, Western Potash. Um, but in the short term, we're out a revenue stream. So, oh, so I have an idea. I have a proposal. What we do is we go to Western Potash and we say, okay, we're going to let you off the hook for $200,000. Mm-hmm. And we're going to drop that down to, say, like 200 bucks for the QCIB. And then you and me, we go out and uh-huh. we buy a bunch of Britas. Oh, nice. We go out and we get Brita, a bunch of Brita, Brita fillers. Jugs? Yeah, okay. Brita jugs. And then there's all this gray water that's sitting out there doing nothing, just coming out our outpipe. And we can just scoop that water up, put it in bottles, and sell it as healthful, natural Capel Valley drinking water. I call it Queen City Springs. Very nice. Yeah, it has like all these like healthful benefits because I mean it's really sort of like a little bit of Regina in every cup. That's a horrible thing to even contemplate. Um, and you know, when we run out of Britas, we can sell the unfiltered stuff as Queen City Springs fizzy. <laughs> and this will give us that for that bridging period so that we'll have like a, a revenue stream. This is between now and the end of June. That is the most appetizing innovative revenue tool yet. Do you have an innovative revenue tool for us this week? I do, actually. Uh, I've noticed that uh, you know there are people uh, tend to be using uh, debit and credit cards more than cash these days. Mm-hmm. But there are still a lot of people in the city who go around with loose change in their pockets. No, and that's really just what you know, a couple of dollars in people's pockets, they're not going to miss it. So I thought we could have people employed by the city to go out, maybe wear some special uniforms, find people with change in their pockets, and shake them. Maybe shake them down. Okay. And collect all the loose change that falls out of their pockets. Oh, that doesn't sound illegal at all. No, no, it's uh, it's what... I guess if we pass the law that it's legal, then we can do it. Exactly. It's not, it's not illegal if the city does it. I'm calling it a shakedown. Oh, I like it. I, I like know. it. That's snappy, too. Yeah, it'd be like a, yeah. it could be like a whole shakedown squad. Yeah, the yeah. shakedown crew. The shakedown out crew. On this, nobody would go out on the streets when the shakedown crew comes to town. Exactly. Yeah, it's also a way of keeping like pedestrians from, like, you know... We're the shakedown crew. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's in a they're hassling the jets, you know. Yes, we're trying. We're just trying to like battle it out with the sharks for time. Yes. So it's it's budget time in the city. It is. It is. Oh, I have so much paperwork to do. You'd better get on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and so of course, uh, whenever the um, when, whenever it is Budget Week, we we have the uh, the running of the C's in Regina, <laughs> the CFIB, the CTF, and the COC, the Chamber of Commerce, all come out to say <laughs> they do not like this this mill rate. No, they do not. <laughs> this mill rate increase is always too high. So um, the Chamber of Commerce pulled their membership, as they do. Oh, and uh, they found that uh, of the 105 members who responded, uh, 51% of them uh, support the idea of having no increase whatsoever to the mill rate this year. Mm-hmm. Um, worth noting, the chamber has 1,200 members, so I can't do the math, but it's a pretty small percentage of people who are voting for this. But, you know, they've been, they've been saying they have a problem with the, uh, the mill rate increase for a long time now. So I think, you know, it might be time for us to listen to them. Yeah. And, you know, say, okay, you've cast your vote over and over and over and over and over again, year after year after year after year. Some people would call that belly aching, but I say that's just, you know, making your concerns heard. And so I think that what we could look into is uh, perhaps like getting rid of the mill rate increase for commercial properties. Okay. They, they would really like They that. would love that. Might they would able, love that. They'd be on board. Now, the catch is is that if we get rid of the mill rate increase for commercial uh, properties, then we're going to have to like make that money up somewhere. And I've worked it out. I've actually this, this is true. I've done the math. And Ooh. it works out to $4 a year for every man, woman and child in the Queen City to cover what would be lost by not raising the mill rate on businesses. Ah. So we could do that if people were willing to pay for it. But everybody wants to get something in return. I mean, that's how business works, right? The Chamber of Commerce would totally get that. Right. We need something in return. So what the city would do for your $4 is they would offer to every man, woman, and child in the Queen City inflation inoculation. So businesses won't get a mill rate increase, but they have to pledge to keep the cost of all their pri- of all their services and all their products at, at 2016 prices <laughs> in perpetuity. And so you pay four dollars a year, and forever you only have to pay the price of things in 2016. That is that they will like that even more. Well, they will because you know you think about it this way. Sure, it's going to cut into the bottom line for all these businesses, but they can just make it up by finding efficiencies. Excellent. You know, business loves finding efficiencies, and this is a way to incentivize it for our business community. Wow. So I think it's a win-win-win, win-win-win-win-win all around. There's, there's no end. It's like an endless chain of win. It is. I realize that the key to generating additional revenue for the city is to expand its tax base. And because cloning technology is not up to snuff yet to create more people, uh, we need to uh, find other population centers to bring into Regina. So the nearest population center of any size is Moose Jaw. Mm-hmm. But we can't annex Moose Jaw. I mean, can we? I can look into that. Okay. But if we can't, the next best thing is to very slowly and carefully take every bit of Moose Jaw and move it over to Regina. We mm. just start. We don't have to like spend a this lot of money. Good. We just yeah. spend to send volunteers over to just first like pick up like pieces of dirt and pavement. Just fill your pockets, pockets with moose Yeah, and then start. Then you start like with like bits of buildings, and the last thing to go obviously is the people right. and their beds because it all has to be done at night. Right. So and the tunnels. 
And the tunnels. The tunnels will extend through to Regina. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's nice. but this, I think with the tunnels is because technically tunnels are like uh, a space. Right. Around which there's actual material, so we all we already have lots of empty space. So we just need to put like stuff around that empty space to make the tunnels. And yeah. I think fill your pockets with moose jaw is a nice new slogan. I agree. That was yeah. good. China and yeah. moose jaw. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Fill your fill your fill your pockets with moose jaw, people, <laughs> and then they'll wake up. They'll be in Regina, and they won't have even noticed. I think there's a budget item. I think if you look in the appendices, there's a budget item. Come up with a better name for innovative revenue tools. Great. Pretty sure. I think there's, they put like about 60000 $65,000 aside for that. Good. I mean, we'll, yeah. we'll have to like up the up the mill rate then. Yeah, hopefully sure. there'll be a surplus and we can ask for like a special. Nice. A few extra bucks. And we'll, we'll just hike up property taxes by about, I don't know, 4.18%. Yeah. 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 That'll cover it. Um, we had an interview with uh, uh, CFO. A budget wizard, Ian Rea. Last wizard. Week, the buzzard, budget, uh, the, yeah, the budget <laughs> the, buzzard. The buzzard wizard. <laughs> the buzzard wizard. He is the wizard. <laughs> um, we had an interview with him last night, and he mentioned, you guys probably are aware of this, that uh, revenue was a little bit tight this year because of um, uh, the, the provincial money they share, the, the, the sharing. Yes. The law. The, the law. Yeah. So we figured we when when this happens it's it's clearly behooves us as a city to come up with new ways to like fill in the gaps to spackle right. over the, the shortfall, and so the suggestion that we have this year we have um, we have a bunch of new councillors, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you've noticed, but you know at least two, and we've heard rumors that a third are hunky dudes, hunky dudes, hunky dudes. <laughs> yeah. I am not aware. But okay. Yeah. So um, if my eyes hadn't been burned out um, by Justin Trudeau, I might think these guys were more hunky. But <laughs> oh, I thought he was talking about Bob. <laughs> well, a little oh, bit of Bob. You, you oh, just Bob, took my yeah. joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Screwing up again. <laughs> so we're thinking to raise money this year that we should put together a hunks of Regina City Council calendar, <laughs> and we can sell it. Absolutely. Yep. And I think that you know we might even be able to shave off. Half a point of mill rate. That's great. Increase. We can we can have Councillor Stevens appear hatless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds pretty risky. Yeah, guys, you up for it? No. <laughs> Taxes are going up. All right, you guys are paying the tax. All right. Well, that that will be the headline tomorrow. Well, just just one picture. Bob Hawkins on a horse on a beach, preferably shirtless. Hey, Aiden. Oh, yes. Hello. How are you doing? It, I'm, I'm getting kind of cold. It's Yeah, you know, I thought that it would kind of warm up, but yeah, no, know. it's freezing cold. Yeah. This water is now... It's up to my chest. Yeah, I mean, and because I'm a little shorter... And you're sitting on those uh, phone books. Oh, boulders, it's up to my shoulders. Yes. As they say. Yeah. Well, it's Radiothon, everybody, and th- there have been no calls in... To pledge money yet, and so the water just keeps rising. We, we if, if you don't call in, right? The device that you know flushes some water out of the sub basement just doesn't kick in, and we've only got like another what ten minutes here. I hear, I hear, Councillor Hawkins made a very impassioned speech. 
to save the QCIV, though. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, that was kind of them. Yeah. Um, I think, okay, so clearly... It got kicked back to committee, though, so yeah. probably we're not going to see anything on it till the next budget. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Shoot. Um, clearly saving our lives isn't enough for people. I think they need to understand that the money that they donate doesn't go to us. It just saves our lives. Right. It goes to 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio, um, which supports programs like the Queen City Improvement Bureau and other, like, fantastic community programming. So many. The Nerd Corps Cabaret, the mm-hmm. Cockpit, Prairie Naturalist, Coffee, um, uh, many others. Chinese Connection. Chinese Connection. These are all great shows. Just Drawn That Way. Just Drawn um, Yeah. The, the list of shows is enormous, and they're all people in the Queen City who are making this programming, you can't get something more local to support, something more, um, you know, it's your neighbors, your friends, the people down the street who are making this radio and making this awesome radio. Toast and Coffee. Toast and Coffee. Sorry, That's I was, a great show. I was going to say Coffee and Cigarettes, yep. but that is not a show. Night Views. That's an old Jim Jarmusch film, yeah. I think. So, and Night Views. Yeah. Uh, so. Which is not to be confused with Night Moves, which yep. is a Kelly Reichardt film. Yeah. Listen up. And listen down. Yeah. These are yeah. great programs that you can support by putting money in, and it has the, the byproduct of saving our lives. Right. From which, imminent doom. Which is a desirable yeah. side outcome. For us. For us, and maybe yeah. even for everybody else. Yeah. Um, okay, so they can call in. They can phone in by phoning 525-7274. Holy crud, if I had mentioned this earlier... The number Whoa. we might have gotten some some calls to say. Yeah, that would have been useful. Yeah, so three zero six five two five seven two seven four. Make your pledge, or you can pledge online at www.cjtr.ca/slash/donate. Say you're doing it to save the QCIB. I mean, just just one pledge can make all the difference between our sort of floating corpses mm-hmm. and our non-floating corpses many years from now. That's true. Possibly floating. We don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna try and get out of, or I'm just gonna try and like, you know, scooch myself up a bit right. while we play some more um, innovative revenue tools. And they'll be good ones. So oh, you want to ple- you want to pledge for this? Yeah. Councillor O'Donnell from Tuesday's council meeting explaining what grants there are and why they exist. Pretty good. Yeah, and it comes down to that the city used to have its own power generation capacity that it could charge for. That was taken away by Sask Power and Sask Energy, and as a result, they were given payments in lieu because all of this infrastructure, all of this the access to the infrastructure that these utilities were gaining access to, this used to be the city's. The city used to gain revenue from it. And this brings me to tonight's Innovative Revenue Tool. Ah, yes. So the Innovative Revenue Tool is where we come up with like innovative ways for the city of Regina to uh, improve its bottom line by innovating rev- revenue tools. Sounds, sounds self-explanatory. By taking away grants in lieu, the city has basically taken away the money we should be getting from having power generation that we would have had from power generation if we still had our power plants that we used to have. So if they're taking that money away... I would argue that that means that the city should now have the right to once again generate its own power. And 
we could fill many uh, uh, QCIB, Queen City Improvement <laughs> Bureau, with ways for the city to generate power. But I have one suggestion. I think this will make John Klein happy. Uh, I think what the city of uh, Regina should be doing is they should be raising the tax rate on surface parking lots and undeveloped land. Uh-huh. Because that's presently a very, very cheap uh, the, the carrying costs on a surface parking lot or undeveloped land is, is presently like ridiculously low, and that's why we have so many surface parking lots. Raise that to a punitively high level, but say, we will drop it back down to the level you're more accustomed to if you let us put solar panel pe- solar panels over top of your parking lots, and we'll give you a cut of the power we generate off your parking lot solar panels, but the rest of it is going to go into the grid to feed our city, and whatever revenue comes from the power that's generated off those parking lot solar panels, the city is going to get to keep. And that will replace our grants in lieu. Because we have so much surface parking, we could have (laughs) a gigantic array of solar panels. And then from there, big box stores jack up the tax rates. They will bring it back down again if you let us put our queen city solar panels on top of your box store. You know... Sometimes our innovative revenue tools kind of verge on the silly or the impractical. Occasionally, very rarely, though. Very, very rarely. But this one actually sounds like a really good idea. And I understand you have one. I do. And this is uh, this is uh, just in time for Christmas. Oh, good. Yeah. And I, I put to you this scenario. And I know you hate it when this happens. You wake up Christmas morning. There are presents under the tree for you and the family but you only get a couple of presents and you're probably not expected to resell them immediately mm. but what if you could get the bulk of Santa's presents and sell them even at a steep discount Ooh! and now what if you weren't you but uh-huh. you were the city of Regina Ooh! yes I like where you're going with this I know. so the only real investment we need is a, a pretty strong net to put up in the sky during Christmas, mm-hmm. and we just catch Santa on his way by, roll him for his like sack of goodies. Presents, sack yeah. of goodies. I mean, he's not making any money off this. Obviously, no, he isn't. I, I, Terrible business I, I, model. Yeah, I, I fail to see the economics yeah. of 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 Santa and his elves. It's like Keynesianism gone crazy. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we can ask him uh, in our in our next segment. Yeah. Uh, so we we get that, and then even if even if we were to sell these toys, these gifts for you know seventy percent off, we would still make a healthy profit. That's genius. Yeah. We just and we just have to pay for the net. Okay. Which would only probably be around three to five million dollars. A small price to pay for all the profit we'll make off Christmas and, and going forward. Probably all the awesome toys. And that's it. That's the last classic innovative revenue tool we have. And the water is up to my neck. I'm I like, know. I can like and, splash it with my chin. Oh heck, it's up to my Adam's apple. Oh. Yeah. And apparently, I, I heard that somebody had phoned in. But not to pledge. Uh, they actually phoned to take back the $10 pledge. So actually, I think the waters might even be rushing in faster now. Oh, Durat. Yeah. Well, you know, if you can't phone in to pledge, you can go online to www.cjtr.ca slash donate. Uh, you can try calling 525-7274. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's it. That's it for us. I think so. I don't think we're going to make it out of this one. I don't. 
I think this this time, at last, it's, it's yeah. us. It's, we're done. Yeah, you know, we're, we have we have like dinner, like damp, damp dinner. We have we have dodged the Grim Reaper scythe so many times for too long. And who who would have thought that the Grim Reaper would like ditch the scythe and then try to drown us? Yeah, I mean that that is some fiendishly good planning. Yeah. All right. I guess uh, so. That's it for our radiothon special uh, again. Call pledge ninety one point three FM CJTR. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We need to raise sixteen thousand five hundred dollars this year to you know modernize the station and also to support all the great programming that they put out. And uh, we'd really appreciate it. Um, you know, if you you've still got a couple of seconds to get yeah. in a pledge and save our lives. Yeah. Oh, uh, which reminds me, I have I have a question. Sure. What is uh, it? Remi- refresh my memory. What what is an innovative revenue tool again? Oh, Aiden. I'll tell you next week. Oh, sounds good. All right. I think you have to, do we have to, like, I don't know, call this meeting? Oh, uh, yeah. With, we, we were adjourning uh, with our last time breath. Uh, motion to adjourn? M- I second that motion. Motion is carried. You have been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Your hosts are and have been Paul Deschen and me, Aidan Morgan. Music by Ryan Hill, a.k.a. Guidewire, and we heard a lot of his uh, theme tonight. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, coming up next, we have a special Radiothon edition of the Nerdcore Cabaret. The greatest two hours in radio. You will ever hear this evening or many evenings following. It will knock your nerd socks off. Yeah. But if you if you hear that and you want more of the Queen City Improvement Bureau, just keep on keep on listening. We'll rebroadcast at Monday morning at 9 a.m. Plus, you can find us on Queen City IB at Twitter, also on Facebook, our website, queencityib.com, uh, also queens, uh, cjtr.ca slash podcast, our podcast, or find us on iTunes or download us on your podcatcher of choice. Keep on improving, which I love.